On this Friday show, we're talking the theft we suffered last night at Lincoln, plus what you need to know for the dirt racing weekend ahead. Let's go. It's Friday, May 12th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. There was a decent chance we were on our way to a kick-ass finish to last night's Flow Racing at Night in America show at Lincoln Speedway, but as happens a few times a year, we were robbed. And who robbed us? Those damn signal guys. You know who I'm talking about. At a lot of late model and modified shows, you'll see them scatter around the track in various places, sometimes inside the track, sometimes outside the track, down the backstretch, just wherever they can find a place to be seen. They're wearing brightly uh, colored and reflective gear like they're working second shift laying fresh asphalt on I-80. Sometimes it's just hand signals. Other times it's neon sticks that remind you of Luke versus Darth in The Empire Strikes Back. They let their drivers know gaps to competitors, which lanes are the best, and whatever else they can relay. And last night at Lincoln, with Brandon Shepard reeling him in quick, Hudson O'Neill suddenly jumped from the top to uh, from the bottom to the top late in the feature and ended any chance of a tight battle to the end. O'Neill certainly didn't make that decision to go from the bottom to the top on his own, and plenty of folks noticed along the way, including Kyle Larson, who was watching from afar and tweeting about it. In terms of the competition, it was clearly the right move for the Rocket One, and it ended up in a $23,000 payday and another victory. Certainly not illegal to signal or send messages to the drivers in this way, although even if it was, it'd be pretty hard to police. The outlaws have done this kind of in the past. Those guys did what they had to do to protect a win, but in the end, it was those of us who were watching that ended up being the big losers. Bishop going to war with his old team for a big check in his home state of Illinois was about to be one hell of a story, but instead O'Neill prevailed and Bishop will have to try again on another night. It was fun though to watch Shepard try and make something happen anyway, even after O'Neill went to the cushion. He was absolutely driving the wheels off that B5, so you know it wasn't for lack of effort. Flow Series part of Illinois Speed Week is now over, and when racing shifts to Farmer City tonight and Fairbury on Saturday, the racing will be Lucas-sanctioned. Mike Marler maintains the Flow Series points lead headed to Marshalltown next week. And speaking of Marler, I don't know what's going on between him and Ricky Thornton Jr., but they got together again last night. One week ago, the two tangled at Atomic and the Lucas race, with RTJ going around and having to drive back through the field. RTJ, uh, RTJ was certainly not happy about it and made sure to uh, show his displeasure to Marler under the ensuing caution. And last night, the 20RT had charged towards the top five from 18th, but on the final lap, again, got together with the 157 and uh, went around. Marler versus RTJ was not on my Dirt Late Model bingo card for 2023. If you want to check out these Lucas races this weekend, keep an eye on the weather and social media. There are some scattered rain chances over the next few days. But it doesn't appear to be a complete washout, so hopefully they can get lucky and get these races in. Farmer City and Fairbury have been the site of plenty of bangers in the past. And with how things went the past few nights, some more great racing could be on tap. The full uh, Lucas weekend will be live on Flow Racing if you cannot get there. If you want some more late model racing this weekend, the Hunt the Front series is back in action. They've got two shows at Magnolia Motor Speedway. Tonight is 5,000 to win. Saturday is 10,000 to win. Uh, that one will feature guys like Shane Clanton, Ashton Winger, obviously Joseph Joyner, Billy Moyer Jr., uh, Will Harrington, Pate Freeman, and a lot of those other kind of Southern guys. Harrington is the current series points leader, but they only have just that one race completed. If you might remember back to Alltech, Ricky Thornton Jr. won the $20,000 show there. 
You can find more information about the Hunt the Front series at htfseries.com. Uh, before we talk weekend sprint car racing, I am down to the final few Dirt Tracker logo hats in this most recent batch I ordered. Also, the coupon code for 50% off a shirt with a hat purchase ends tonight at midnight Eastern. So today is your last chance to take advantage of that deal. That coupon code is HAT23 at checkout. Uh, you can order hats, shirts, and decals over at shop.dirttracker.com. In big time sprint car racing this weekend, I've got a trio of series for you to get into. First, the Word of Outlaws make their first trip of the season to Williams Grove. They tried to race there back in March, but were foiled by the weather. Brad Sweet enters the weekend on top of the standings with Carson Macedo and David Gravel in close pursuit. Macedo needs a good run to bounce back from back-to-back finishes outside the top 10 at Eldora and Lincoln. Uh, before that final show at Eldora, he had a two-point lead. He's now uh, quite a few points now back behind Sweet. I think the Outlaw guys could have a tough couple of nights, though, because the posse has been much improved over the past year. At the Grove in 2022, Lance DeWeese won three of five races. Brent Marks had a win as well. Brad Sweet was the only Outlaw driver with a victory there. He did that in July. DeWeese, Marks, and Anthony Macri will no doubt be in the mix for the wins the next two nights. The Morgan Cup is on the line. Uh, right now, it's in the possession of the Grove. Obviously, the Outlaw guys will be trying to get that back. Tonight should be good to go, although there are some rain chances for Saturday. Uh, make sure you pay attention to that. If you can't get there, you can watch this one live over on Dirt Vision. And a couple of states away, the All-Stars will be on the tight confines of Jacksonville Speedway tonight in Illinois. With Brent Marks in Pennsylvania, Tyler Courtney will be in line to take over the points lead. And his bid for a third straight uh, title with the All-Stars was made easier this week uh, from a couple of things. First, Parker Price Miller departing his ride with McCandless. Uh, you had... Marks is uh, leading the All-Star points right now. Or, uh, yeah, Marks is leading the All-Star points. Sunshine was second. PPM was third. Well, now PPM doesn't is out of a ride, so he's out of the fight here. Obviously, Marks on PA. Also, as I write this, we don't know what the status is for Zeb Wise. He was involved in that nasty crash at Eldora last week, and he posted to Twitter that he had a concussion. There have been no other updates this week, so we'll have to wait and see if the Rudine 26 is in attendance. Obviously, if the doctors don't clear him, he won't be uh, participating. He's fourth in the points. That makes Hunter Schurenberg the next closest championship contender to Sunshine, who is a full-time driver. But he enters the weekend 44 points back, all the way down in seventh. This will be the first trip to Jacksonville for the All-Stars since 1994, so basically a new track for all of these guys. After tonight, Wilmot, Wisconsin is on tap for Saturday, and Courtney and Corey Eliason have recent victories there. Eliason won't be there, obviously. He's going to be with the Crouch Car in Pennsylvania at Williams Grove. Uh, both of these All-Star Nights will be live on Flow Racing if you do want to watch. If you're an ASCS fan, uh, this this series, man, I don't know what these guys have to do, uh, but you'll have to wait to see them race uh, yet again. Their two races this weekend at Electric City and Moberly in Missouri have been washed out. They're going to try again at Lawndale on May 19th and 20th. I don't know what Terry Maddox needs to do here, if he needs to call a psychic or do some sort of sacrifice. I don't know what he needs to do, but like, what the hell is going on with the ASCS? <laughs> Uh, one part of the country that I won't have to worry about weather, though, is California. The upcoming Peter Murphy Classic at Hanford for the NARC 410 competitors will be ready to roll tonight and tomorrow. Saturday's show is $11,000 to win. They've also got 360 sprint cars on the card. I think tonight is Kings of Thunder, and then tomorrow, the Saturday show for the 360s, a sprint car challenge tour. Corey Day currently leads Justin Sanders, Dominic Selzy, Chase Johnson, and Justin Cox in the NARC standings. But as we talked about this week, Buddy Kofoid and James McFadden will be in attendance in those Roth cars to try and steal the money from the regulars. 
I know some of you old guys can't stay up that late, uh, late to watch these races live, but make sure to catch these replays the next day over on Flow. I bet we're going to see some good racing here. Uh, that's it for the show today. Make sure you guys check out the streaming schedule at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Also, thanks to all of you who subscribe to the channel. We went across 17,000 total YouTube subscribers yesterday, so that's very cool. If you don't already subscribe, what are you waiting for? It's free to do so, and it makes sure that you don't miss any future episodes. I hope you guys have a good weekend out there. We'll see you right back here on Monday.